0: Fourteen past five. Well, if the government wonders where the soft on crime rhetoric comes from, look no further than community service hours. More than eighty-one thousand hours have been wiped between January and August this year, with the government claiming COVID as the reason. Kelvin Davis says the majority of sentences that had their community hours cut were for minor offending, so that's okay, is it? Victims' advocate Ruth Money joins me now. Morning to you, Ruth. Good morning. While you can understand why the hours might have been cut or at least delayed during the peak of COVID, and if you're being generous, you could include up to March this year, I guess, but surely there's no excuse for the middle part of the year?
1: No, it doesn't make any sense. I feel like I do these stories every year. There's always an excuse. Uh, They surely could have come up with a better one.
0: Why didn't we simply delay the sentences, you know, say to the offenders that they'd still have to do their community work, you know, when it's possible again?
1: Yeah, I think this is the problem from the victim's perspective. You know, We've got to remember that the Sentencing Act makes, well, I would directs, that the judge imposes what's called the least restrictive sentence. So we're already, from a victim's perspective, kind of on the back foot. Community sentences are common, um, and while the Minister is, I think he's being a little bit disingenuous, saying that this is for low-level offences, um, you know, I have very serious crimes and very traumatised survivors who face a community service or the offender is given a community service our sentence. This is simply not fair.
0: No. I mean, Calvin Davis says these are people whose offences, as you say, are on the low level, but he sort of sounds out of touch, doesn't he, when he says stuff like that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And from a victim's perspective, this just says, why bother? You know, why did you bother going through all of that process? Um, and, you know, as you say, the dates don't line up to COVID. Uh, it really doesn't look like there's any good reason for this. And not only that, I think it's really offensive that the minister comes out and says, oh, well, they're only, you know, could, it's only a small amount of hours. It's only a few hours. Well, if it's only a few hours, the counterfactual is correct as well. If it was only a few hours, make them do it. Make them help be held accountable because we've got victims all through the country, wondering what the circumstances are um, and where the accountability will sit for the crimes that have been committed against them.
0: Is faith in the justice system at its lowest ebb these days, do you think? Uh, yeah, it's fair to say I'm dealing with
1: some very distraught people. Very, very distraught people.
0: I'm not surprised. What What should the government be doing to correct this or restore people's faith in the system?
1: Yeah, look, It all comes down, the, the system is very offender-focused and the rights and the voices of the victims just aren't privileged, they're not heard. And that's always going to happen, you know, you've got $100 being spent in the justice system or well, 50 cents of that is allocated to victims. So it's always going to happen. Um, we're far, far, far away from a balanced view where the victim um, is given as much care and attention as someone who causes the crime. So we have a long way to go to privilege um, the experiences and the voices of victims throughout the system.
0: We sure do. Well, um, good on you for your advocacy, Ruth, and uh, thanks very much for being with us this morning, Ruth Money, who's a victim's advocate.